This podcast should not be listened to whilst driving or operating heavy machinery. This is Living Lightly with Jenny Light. Yogic philosophy, guided meditations and pranayamas. Please subscribe for all future podcasts. Welcome to today's session. Enjoy. So today we're looking at stilling the mind and stilling the emotions. For the mind, how we perceive it is in the head area and in the brain. In actual fact, it's far wider than that. The mind extends out into eternity. But the seat of emotions is our attachment to karmically, lifetime after lifetime to being here in this plane, being attached to expecting some result to come out. We're expecting that the people in your life around you are going to act in the way that you expect them to. If you have no expectation, you have no attachment, therefore you're never hurt by anything. So instead of increasing desires and expectations, the saints and sages have decreased them. So they no longer expect anything, they're merely in the moment. So it's all about letting go, letting go of those attachments And then there are the moments when you are facing something huge, some huge karmic reaction. It could be guilt, it could be blame, it could be anger, it could be fear. You're facing something huge and your ordinary approaches, which would be to get up, be active, to help someone out, to help your brothers and sisters on the path, or to go and do your your yoga practice, get all that static out of the physical, emotional, mental bodies so that then you can focus and sit in meditation. But if that fails and you're really struggling, then, then there is the recourse that has been left is to sit in prayer. So in prayer, it quite often is a dialogue, let me say, I would say a monologue sometimes, it's just you speaking into what you perceive to be nothingness. But sincerity is registered to the divine and that divine is everywhere, right? So don't think about small, distant, on a pedestal, thin, without, everywhere. So as soon as you start to speak, it's heard. And this can be a a mental dialogue. As soon as you start to speak, your voice is heard. What the divine can't ignore is your sincerity and your love. As soon as you give your love, then the divine has no recourse but to respond. You get response quicker. The more you love, the more you get response. That is irresistible to be responded to. (laughs) So uh, the appeal then is to go within and just say, Beloved God, please take this from me and visualise you're handing it over. You're letting go of all of those threads of attachment It could be a huge, big lump of stuff that you're handing over, but just keep your attention upwards. So not in the seat of emotions, which is down in the lower three chakras, not down here in that cesspool sometimes of emotion, (laughs) but to be focusing upwards. So your gaze is to be towards the third eye, the Ajna chakra, which is above the level of the physical eyes. The physical eyes look out into the third dimensional world, To take your attention inwards and upwards, you are then moving into the realm of the divine. Keep your attention there. 
Don't let that waver as you appeal. Your eyes can be open or closed. It doesn't make any difference. What is important is that your heart is has great sincerity. Prayer makes the shift. You are only making a small proportion of this journey on your own. At some point you'll realise that the divine, either in the form of uh, a guru or of just appeal to God, makes the rest of the shift for you. You're only making 25%. That's how much you can shift. The divine, the hand of the divine then will come in and remove that stopper that is stopping you seeing the reality, the light of your own soul. That, that stopper that you have placed in will be removed. In my experience, an hour makes a huge shift. In fact, sometimes it's minutes. All that's important is the fact that you have this openness and sincerity in the heart that you've given up wanting to hold on to anymore. <laughs> and it's truly glorious, absolutely blissful beyond belief. These major karmic blocks come up, I would say, fairly regularly. You're facing something and you can either choose to ignore it and it will come back round again. This is the cycle, you go, oh, not this again, not, not this again. You can recognise that there are habitual ways of, of acting or reacting. Or you can choose to deal with it face on and say, well, okay, I recognise it. This is not me. I choose to put all of my soul force into making this shift. All it takes is a sincere desire to do that and the divine appeal. Okay, so the rest is all just done easily. <laughs> Remember that you're not here in banishment. You're here to learn your true aspect, which is the fact that you are that seed of God. You are the seed of the divine. And that seed is in everything. It's just that sometimes you, as the little wave, may forget that you're part of the ocean. But the ocean never forgets the little wave. You're never forgotten. Forget the past, Sri Yukteswar said. That's Paramahansa Yogananda's guru. He said, The vanished lives of men are dark with many shames. Human conduct is ever unreliable until man is anchored in the divine. Everything in the future will improve if you make a spiritual effort now. It repeats that in the Bhagavad Gita. It's like, and in the Bible, as you sow, so shall you reap. Okay, so you make the effort now. In fact, your future could be tomorrow if you make the effort. That's what I have found is when I come up against a karmic shift, I make the effort and the next day it's a, a very, very light-filled day. I mean, internally. But things, you, fa you face things on, a, I would say, on a, a fairly regular basis because you're on the path of shifting them. You're not on the path of staying stagnant and not facing them. You're all here because you're facing things. You are making progress, but recognise when you appear to be going back, you're only getting another opportunity to really address that which has become entrenched. It's not a failure. You're only facing it again. And I think that's it's a nice way of looking at it because then you find you've got, you face it and you make another leap forward. You may have a little fall back, but that's only to ensure that you've actually learned it. For me, it's a kind of cycle. But I don't I just see that as the process and I'm unperturbed by them now. To be unperturbed whether it's illness that you're facing 
or whether it's karmic stuff that you're facing or situations, they merely are what they are. And in the end, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that you're making the shift in here. So today our practice is one of creating a softening. So we're going to start with alternate nostril breath. This is to help to draw our attention in. It's also clearing and purifying. But you're just focusing on the breath. Then we're working on the Soham breath to bring absolute stillness in the mind. As if the breath were coming in above and behind the eyes and filling the brain. And then we're working on that stillness and release. So if you would like to get yourself upright and be aware of the two sit bones. And be aware of the body breathing. Try to observe the body breathing as if it were someone else. Or rather that the body is not you. And visualising the spine. So we have that beautiful shaft of light with current from the spine withdrawing from the body, flowing upward in the spine into the brain and the higher centres. Letting the breath enter the body, let the breath flow away. And then taking little finger and thumb of one hand, placing the fingers beneath the bridge of the nose, tucking in the other fingers. And bringing the elbow into the midline of the body. Be aware that the neck is long, the chin is level. And have your gaze looking inwardly towards the brow. So this is the point between and above the eyebrows. And be aware that the body breathes in. You're not restricting the breath at the moment, you're merely feeling the breath as it transfers through the bridge of the nose with a resonance. And focusing on allowing the out breath to become longer. Keeping your attention on the brow even while your awareness is in the breath. But your eyes, your focus of your eyes is towards the brow. And then closing the right nostril, breathing in through the left. Closing the 
Close the left nostril, breathing out through the right. Breathing in through the right. Close the right and breathing out through the left. I'd like you to have a count in the breath. So we're working for an inhale of six, hold the breath for three on the brow and an exhale of six out of the other nostril. and allowing the breath to become smoother. As you breathe toxins out of the emotional, the mental, the physical, then the breath becomes smoother. It only appears to be ragged because there are some toxins. Allowing, waiting until it becomes smooth. So these are breathed out of the physical body, but they are also released in the astral body. You're cleaning the fibres of the nerves of the physical body, but also the astral body. A smooth six to breathe in. Holding the attention, that means holding the eyes on the brow, both eyes for three, and a smooth six to exhale. Sometimes it helps to even say the word smooth mentally. And making the next time that you breathe out through the left nostril the last time and gently replacing the hand to rest in the lap. And then thinking of the plane of the material which looks out on the level of the eyes and taking your attention instead 
up into the higher realm, which is a short step up onto the brow. So that the current from the eyes, the prana current from the eyes, dictates whether you are looking out into a third dimensional world or the realm of the divine. So by shifting the focus, you've already internalised. And then we're starting the Soham breath. And I'd like you to imagine that you were breathing in from this level of the brow. And that the mantra so and the coolness of air were filling that part of the brow and across the upper part of the brain. Almost as if a cool wind were blowing through the brain. So on the inhale, ham on the exhale. Having that cool breeze blowing over the brain. So on the inhale and the mental mantra ham on the exhale. So there is an awareness of a coolness in the brain as you breathe in, mental mantra so. And a slight warmer wind blowing through the brain. On the exhale, mental mantra ham. You might want to breathe in that coolness on the inhale and hold the coolness, that's hold the breath to relish the coolness in the brain before breathing out with the mental mantra ham. Choose to have that breath blowing evenly as you breathe in, that cool inhale, blowing evenly through the left and the right. So you'll feel this behind the left and the right eyes. Perhaps there's a tendency to only experience that in one side of the body. Make sure that both sides are equal. That equal inhale, so, coolness, 
exhale, hum, warmth. Perhaps coming up behind the coolness of the eyes, can we experience that which needs to shift? Imagine opening the crown and handing it over, it simply floats up and away. That which seemed dense actually had no substance. It was an illusion of importance. And basking in the light that is flooding in through the crown. Bathing and illumining the brain. Bathing and illumining the head and neck. Bathing and illumining the upper chest. But keeping your focus on allowing that flood of light to come in, but your focus is still on the brow. Allowing that flood of light through the crown, the hollowness of the body, the upper chest. Keep your attention on the brow and make your simple request. Keep your attention on the brow. Resuming the Soham breath, coolness behind the eyes as you breathe in, and a warmth and releasing behind the breath as you breathe out. Continuing the Soham breath, but this time changing the essence of the breath itself so that you are not holding on to the inhale as you breathe in, but
but allow the essence of the inhale to flow into the forthcoming exhale. And as you breathe out, you flow the essence of the out-breath into the forthcoming inhale. The purpose here is to hand over the graspingness of the breath itself. You're not holding on to the breath, the breath merely flows through. The inhale is offered into the exhale. And the exhale is poured into the forthcoming inhale. So we become a blend like yin and yang. The inhale flows into the exhale. And the exhale is offered into the inhale. Notice if you're holding on to the essence of the breath after you've breathed in and choose instead to let that flow into the exhale. So the physical body is just doing the same inhale and exhale but the whole precept behind it is different. So we have the inhale and at the end of the inhale you are pouring the essence of that inhale into the exhale even before you start to breathe out. Creates a shift in the heart. And the same for the exhale as you breathe out, allowing that outpouring breath to be offered into the arising inhale. So you hold not onto the breath, nor onto the essence of your being behind that, behind the breath. Breathing in, hold, pouring the essence of the inhale into the forthcoming exhale. And breathing out, pouring the essence of the exhale into the forthcoming inhale. Another two breaths.
as the breath recedes, visualising a still pond of a lake of the mind. The lake is still reflecting the surface of the sky, almost so that the lake appears to have a light or luminescence of its own, but it's merely reflecting the light of the soul. And feeling that stillness of the water as it extends in front of the brow. As it extends to the left and the right. And behind. Allowing that stillness to spread like a sheet to the far horizons. So that that stillness is without and within. And then imagining that you are being offered into your cupped hands, you are being offered that essence of stillness as water to contain with your outstretched hands. When that water that stillness of spirit touches your hands. It brings a complete calmness into the heart. that the waters of stillness as light as vibration are being poured continually through the crown and into your entire sphere of light You are held in that stillness. That you commune with the divine in that stillness. As not separate, but as the divine herself. Choosing to amplify that essence of stillness in the heart 
that you have a choice at this point as to whether to perpetuate the old grosser vibration state of being or to focus on that stillness. You can choose to amplify it. that you're always held and supported, that you're always loved. aspect that has come to the fore for clearing. Handing over any attachment behind that aspect. So that you are back in the stillness of the lake of your mind. Mind that extends beyond the little mind into the great mind. And we're finishing by mentally intoning OM three times across that lake of the mind. And then being aware that the body is sitting still. Be aware of the nerves of the body before the body moves. Just be aware how still it has become. And then focusing on the breath and be aware how still it has become. Be aware how quietly functioning the brain has become, but also how expansive, so it no longer functions in just a few neural pathways, but the whole thing. That the light in the brain fills behind the eyes, and that light is felt throughout the whole body. There's a lightness in every cell, and just starting to move fingers, moving toes. Bring yourself back into physical movement by rubbing the hands together.
tapping the hands over the closed eyes and then letting the light in the eyes by blinking and coming back into the room. With warmest delight, this podcast was brought to you by Jenny Light. Find out more about Jenny's courses, retreats, workshops and publications at living-lightly.co.uk Blessings on your spiritual path.